Hello everybody, it's Charlie, you might know me better as Sci-Fi Fantasy Writer C.E. Dorset, and it's Monday, yeah, Monday, had a really good weekend, not in any of the ways that I anticipated or planned, spent some time on Ancestry.com, because I'm trying to do family history stuff, found out some interesting tidbits, found a duchess in the family. That kind of made me excited. Of course, they're all way, 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 way back. And finding more people in England than I expected. A couple French people, which I didn't expect. But still having some problems finding some of the families that I want to. Because the great mystery of the age right now is why, why in the mid-1800s were there so many Francis Dorsets living around the country why why there's so many and it's hard to tell who's who and who's what and which one's mine because I know one of them's mine but I don't know which one but yeah you probably don't care about that (laughs) no it was a good weekend we had Game of Thrones this weekend which I haven't really talked about on the show but I might try to change that today Listen to the new Nine Inch Nails album, which we will definitely be talking about today. And, uh, yeah, it's been fun. I really enjoyed Friday's podcast. If you haven't listened to Friday's podcast, you really should. The almighty and powerful Flapton called in, and we had a long discussion about the power of fandom and what fandom means and the nature of being a fan and some of the misconceptions and some of the strange lies that have popped up over the years which try to pit members of various fandoms against each other it was a fun discussion so if you haven't listened to that definitely head over to anchor.fm slash project shadow and listen to episode 596 which called uh, Star Trek versus Star Wars, and catch up on all that because it was a great discussion. Um, today is one of those days where I have to remind you if you are not following the station over at Anchor at Anchor.fm/slash Project Shadow, you might want to because there will be some discussion of music, and when that happens, there will actually be on the live station, which is only available for 24 hours from the time it's posted, the actual songs will be included on the live channel. For copyright reasons, I cannot include them on the podcast. So if you want to hear the songs that are being discussed, definitely go follow Project Shadow on Anchor. All you have to do is download the Anchor app on either Android or iOS and search for Project Shadow favorite stations so that we're always there in your list and you can listen every day right there easily also through the anchor app you will be able to call in again while listening in the bottom left corner you'll see a call in button or at any time you can go to our profile page over there and right under the logo you will see a call in button as well click call in you can leave up to a minute of audio and I will get back to you. Any audio that you submit to the podcast may actually find its way onto the podcast. So if you have any news 
or questions or topics that you wish to discuss on the show, that's a great way to submit it. And I look forward to talking to you, and hopefully we have more shows like Friday, because Friday was awesome. It was really awesome. <laughs> Alrighties, so let's get on with the show. Over the weekend, Nine Inch Nails dropped a new EP titled Add Violence, which, oh my goodness. First of all, the cover of with the anxiety machine on it is uh, almost worth building one. I actually thought about that and putting it <laughs> beside my desk because it wouldn't be too hard to get the parts to put something together to look like this. And that might be a fun DIY project, but I don't know. We'll see if I do that because there are a lot of projects I want to do in so little time in the world. And so, I don't know, but we'll see. I've been a huge Nine Inch Nails fan all the way back to Pretty Hate Machine. Um, they have been one of those bands that I've grown up with and in some strange way I feel has grown up with me. And <laughs> I love them. I feel like that needs to be said up front. Now, that does not mean that I think that everything that Trent does is golden and perfect. I, I felt that the Fragile had some issues for me. I felt that many of the songs were attempts at being overly commercial. And I think that what Trent does best, what Nine Inch Nails does best, is when they just... When you just kind of hunker down and speak your truth, whatever it is, and pour that into a soundscape that works. And I feel like that's what happened with Ad Violence. This is probably my favorite Nine Inch Nails album for a while. Um, pro I don't know how far you have to go back for me to... Um, yeah, this is... Yeah, the more I think about it, this is probably my favorite album since The Downward Spiral. And that came out in 1994. <laughs> Not that he hasn't done good music since then, but The Downward Spiral, Broken, Fixed, um, yeah, Pretty Hate Machine, they, they were all close to Masterpiece level and it was hard to follow that. But th this... Oh, this album. I, I do not expect it to be a commercial success. I'll say that up front, and if it is, I will be so ecstatic that the world is ready to hear this kind of music. It is the kind of sound that you expect from Nine Inch Nails, the great walls of sound, the soundscapes that are more about rhythm and timing and the overall affect of the sound rather than what you would expect with melodies and harmonies and everybody just singing along in happiness and, you know, what other people do. It's definitely worth checking out if you are a fan of this type of music. And even if you're not, I always think it's good to try to broaden your horizons and see if something like this might be worth it for you. The anger and frustration in the opening track less than is powerful I, I may be reading too much into this but I feel that this is a track where Trent is getting out a lot of his frustrations over the uh, 2016 election 
And <laughs> at least that that's where my mind and soul went when I heard this song. There are, I mean, wonderful lines in this song, you know. And what are you waiting for? Uh, yeah, sorry. Just This track just kind of blows my mind in so many ways. Um, you know, you have the lines, add violence and offend and pretend and defend and demand my compliance. And you can always justify the missile trails across the sky again. So what are you waiting for? You got what you asked for. Did it fix what was wrong with you? Are you less than? Oh. And I feel like that is the catch-all for this most recent election. And I'm not talking about Trump supporters here. I'm talking about all supporters here that got so emotionally invested in a person who constitutionally is meant to be a figurehead and somebody who doesn't really have a lot of power. Yeah, are you less than? We're going to talk about this song a lot more in the next segment. Oh, wow. As I often say, with art of any kind, whether it be music, stories, poetry, or a painting, or a film, or a TV show, the intent of the creator is important to know what they were thinking when they made the piece, but what really is the great power of the piece itself is what it invokes in the audience, in those that partake, those that participate in the art itself. And that's where a song like Less Than hits me so powerfully. Because, like I said, I feel like this is a song about the 2016 election and everything that went on with it. And how, for some reason, as a country and as a people, we have emotionally invested ourselves in politics in the way that you would invest yourself in a sports team in the way that you support something that has an emotional connection to you rather than something that should be rational and debated and discussed and reason doesn't really have a place in politics we all know that politics is the realm of pure pathos it is the place where logic and emotion collide and emotion always wins. No matter what anyone tells you, no matter what anyone wants to think about it, emotions always win the day. Johnson became president using the Daisy ad. It never aired. It was shown in several newscasts and it portrayed his opponent as a monster. And that scared enough people. Plus, I mean, Goldwater scared enough people in and of himself. But that fear led people to vote for Johnson. And that has been the secret of politics forever, is you get people emotionally invested. Barack Obama did this with his hope and change message and got people emotionally invested in the idea of hope which was something that we needed at the time. And people got all excited and emotionally involved. And yeah, we elected a president. 
and we did it again and it's foolish and that's what this song brings up for me when I've already read the lyrics once but you know I'm going to read them again so what are you waiting for you know you got what you asked for did it fix what was wrong with you are you less than go and look what you've gone and done welcome oblivion did it fix what was wrong with you are you less than that's the chorus of the song and in that brilliant insightful way that Trent has when he's writing his lyrics he gets right to the heart of the matter this is everything that's wrong with politics this is something we discussed on Friday when we were talking about fandoms this emotional involvement where if anything is wrong with Game of Thrones it's a flaw on your character no that's not the way it is that's not the way it works that's not that's not how this works these things are outside of you these things are not part of you these things exist in their own right and you need to be a person who can stand on their own and that's something that we all need to look at and that's also that's something we all need to get inside and fix and to hear what in my personal and meager estimation is one of the best punk songs I've heard in a long time which really reminds me of the old school you know uh, TSOL and I would almost even bring in the clash here tracks of just uh, look at yourself don't look outside yourself anytime you look outside yourself for a savior you're looking for someone to control you you're looking for someone to take over and do your thinking for you. And that punk spirit that has invaded Nine Inch Nails music for so long and has been a part of the world for so long needs to be adopted by more of us. We need to take ourselves back. The next track on Add Violence is The Lovers. And, oh, a more beautiful, powerful, poignant, plaintive cry I have not heard in a long time. The song is broken up into two parts which are punctuated by Trent singing the chorus of the song. And the words again as art can often do can be taken in so many ways. I can hear you breathing. I've slipped out of time again. Leaving all of you behind and I am free this is this an experience if you've ever been with someone that is so special to you it is something that you have come to know it is something that you have possibly experienced in your own life that moment of sheer freedom being near the person that you love being near the person that means so much to you being near that person that just takes your heart and not just takes it but that you have willingly given it to and I am free to return to the place where I already am and have always been 
and I am free to return to the place where I already am and where I have always been. This, to me, is a brilliant statement of the eternal moment, the moment that we all exist in and that we are so easily distracted from, that moment of pure peace, that moment of pure joy, that moment of pure bliss, that background to all existence that we get distracted away from into the meddlings of the world and we forget what we've had and what we are and what really is. If I just really looked and allowed myself to see Colosseum Calling with its night that could last forever breathing moments the confusion is seducing me warm perfect flowing wide his eyes summer hypnotized they see inside of me oh have you had that moment I hope you have where your eyes lock with the other's eyes and you completely lose yourself the glory of the moment of the moment that will be the moment that could be that infinite infinite space where the two of you are locked together in permanent embrace that when it's over it feels like an eternity has passed when it's over all you want to do is go back to that moment of perfect unity where your bodies together moving as one made you feel everything whole and united hot swollen skin want me take me perfect embrace black and bloody rotten and perfect the center has moved and all that's left is free that moment together united one flesh one body one entity rolling around in pleasure and joy a moment of perfect embrace a moment of perfect closeness a moment of pure pleasure where the world drops apart and all there is is the one the center has moved on and all that is left is free. Finally, finally, everyone seems to be asleep but me into the arms of the lovers. Oh, that moment. The passion has come, the passion has gone, the passion has flowed through. This is what the song is. It's passion, pain, love, and endurance. This Isn't The Place is a techno-industrial blues track that, again, sorry to keep saying for me, but for me, ranks up there with some of the classic blues songs that I've heard in my life. The piano, the bass, just everything evokes this kind of post-industrial, dark, smoky bar and the singer up on the stage just leaving their heart up for everyone to see 
This is a song of love. This is a song of loss. This is the blues at its best. The song doesn't have many words, so we're going to go through all of them. And if you see my friend, I thought I would again. A single thin straight line. I thought we had more time. Carry me. Carry me home. Oh, the song could mean so much, and that's the power of art. That's the power of music, is what does it invoke in you? This reminded me of a friend of mine in elementary school. That's where my mind went first and foremost. When I heard this track, we're walking to school, we heard the sirens. We didn't know what was happening. His mother's boyfriend shot him to get revenge on her for breaking up with him. And if you see my friend, I thought I would again. A single straight line. I thought we had more time. Carry me, carry me home. This also reminds me of the many friends that I've lost over the years, either through disease or drugs or suicide or pure neglect. I thought we had more time. I thought I would see you again. A thing, a single thin straight line. A song that makes you think about so many things, at least that makes me think about so many things and moves me so deeply is a song that I have to love. I don't know if it'll do the same for you, but it just it makes me think of all the friends that I've had over the years that through simple and blind neglect we let our friendship wither on the vine to the point where we barely know each other anymore we barely talk anymore yeah, we're still friends on the Facebook we just kind of occasionally like each other's posts we don't really talk anymore we don't call each other anymore when we're in the same city we don't visit anymore the pure neglect and the power of those relationships that we let go of or that are taken away from us you may not think that they affect you but if you're anything like me they drill down deep into the core of who you are and there are times when you just miss them there are people that I, I think about Kelly who lived with us for a while and who I loved with all my heart and one day we came home I was the first one home from work that day and her room was empty no letter no note no nothing she was just gone she was there and then she was gone and I don't know what happened to her I don't know where she went I don't know I just don't know and that was almost 20 years ago and I still think about her all the time and I still wish her well even after all these years because I don't know where she went I don't know why she left I don't 
I don't know. And I hope she's well. I hope everything is fine with her. And if you see my friend, I thought I would again. A single straight line. I thought we had more time. Carry me, carry me home. Not anymore is a twisted, distorted, uh, praise of a place that, whether, again, whether it's what he was feeling or just how it reflects in me of a place that I know I've been as an artist so many times. Surprise, the song starts. I must have let it get in. Started to turn into somebody else. Yeah, I found myself believing. And that's one of the most dangerous things that can happen to you as a writer when you start really getting into the work and becoming a true believer in your own work. Because that's when the pressure comes. That's when the pressure starts. When you start feeling what could be and you start feeling what you think might be the expectations others have for what you are doing. That's dangerous. And that leads to the next part of the song. Time, my feet are nailed to the floor. I always thought we could get there somehow. I always thought there'd be more. Well, not anymore. Because that's the thing. This book isn't the book that's going to change everything. Because after this book comes the next book. And the next book's going to be different. And I'm going to have to cope with the trials and travails of writing the next book. And so the experience doesn't change. It doesn't get any easier. It doesn't get clearer. You learn to do the project that you're currently doing. You don't have to do all of them. Unless, of course, you just become a formula writer and... Sorry for my opinion. What, what use are you? Anybody can write to a formula. Well, not anymore. Mouth taped shut. Remember me? Crippled and frozen with fear, I'm still here. That maybe happens to somebody else. At least I think I am. I don't happen round here waiting for something to happen. Oh... No, that doesn't happen round here, waiting for something to happen. Uh, If you are an artist of any stripe, painter, musician, writer, filmmaker, whatever, and you're listening to my voice, or you're going to listen to this track, take those words to heart. Don't wait for inspiration. Inspiration is a glorious thing. I felt it. It's amazing. It comes on you like lightning and takes over and pushes you forward and drives you forward and makes everything readily available to you so that you can just push on and push through. But it is a rare, fleeting moment. It is the dancer who becomes possessed by the God and the God rides them into being. It is a blessed thing when it happens. Don't expect it to happen every time you sit down to write or perform or whatever it is that you do. And that is such an important, important lesson. Whether that's the one Trent's trying to get across or not, that's the one that I got out of it. 
I don't want to forget I know who I am. No matter what I know who I am and what I am doing this for more will not anymore, not anymore, not anymore, and I can't seem to wake up. In a strange way, I almost feel like the song, this track, is him dealing with the fact that in so many ways, his dreams have come true. He is a legend as an artist now. He has a job at Apple Music directing the future of the platform and the radio aspects of the platform. And so many of the things that he wanted to do in the industry, he has at his fingers But enough is never enough. The world is not enough. When you think you're doing something for a goal, and this is so, so vitally important for people to understand, when you think you're doing something for a goal, you have to be clear what it is, because the goal can overtake the work and destroy you. For those of you listening on the live station, The Background World, which is the last song I'm going to be talking about is the one song that I will not be putting onto the station mainly because it's uh, 11 minutes and 44 seconds long and while it is possible to skip tracks that are put into the station I feel that putting a 12 minute track onto the station may not be the best thing if you disagree call in let me know I would love to know your opinions on that but trying to keep the station nice and listenable the uh, segments themselves are around five minutes apiece. The songs are averaging out at about four minutes. So I think it makes the station listenable. Because the great thing about listening on Anchor is you can stop and pick up where you last left off. And I feel like putting a 12-minute segment in that's just this track might be going a bit too far. So let me know. Anyway, uh, the background world is one of those tracks that is a pure musical experience and it's one that for me at least is almost meditational the music opens up fairly clean almost pristine with Trent singing over it and we'll talk about the lyrics in a minute but as the song progresses it turns into kind of a round where the same bit of the song is being played over and over and each time it repeats you'll notice that there's a glitch that precedes the repetition and the track that follows is more distorted more broken than the the version that came before and each time it glitches and repeats and it's wonderful because he used the sound that if you're familiar with what it sounds like for a needle to skip on a record It sounds like a needle skipping on a record. But each time, it gets more worn down. It gets more cut through. It gets thinner. It breaks down to the point that by the end of the song, it sounds almost like a crackling fire and a wind. But if you listen carefully, you can still hear the tonality. You can still hear the rhythm that was present in the original track, even though it's just this crackling fire and this rustling wind as it slowly breaks down. Welcome to the background world. 
Oh, you left me here. What am I supposed to do? I never dared to look inside, just like you told me to. I'm going into you again, and no, you saw it too. I'm going to keep myself awake. I know what's coming. I feel it reach through. There is no moving past. The opening lines to the song. And it could mean so many things from a meditational look at the world to, if you really, one of the things that really caught my imagination for the song is I almost saw it as Stranger Things fan music. Like, is this Trent doing Stranger Things, Phil? Because this kind of sounds like, you know, Eleven, you left me and I still see the upside down, what's going on, and I don't know if that's it or not, but, ah, power of art, you take it the way that you want to, and I really like seeing it both ways. There is no better place, there is no future point in time, we will not get away. The world is bleeding out, it folds itself into two, behind the background world is always bleeding through oh, words you could take in so many places I rather enjoy the little headcanon that I have that this is the upside down bleeding through into the real world there's part of me as a regular meditator who hears words like that and thinks about the true nature of the world always bleeding through there's something almost Lovecraftian about that wording, those phrases that every time you think that you're the big fish, there's a bigger fish out there and are you sure this is what you want as hard as you try not to see it, are you sure what a beautiful way to end the album the background world is bleeding through and that is Add Violence by Nine Inch Nails, the new EP that just came out over the weekend I enjoyed it a lot. I added it to the rotation, which is my regular daily mix of tracks that I listen to, which you can find at projectshadow.com. I'm an Apple Music subscriber, and you can actually find the, pl the playlist there and add it to your playlist if you want to listen to it. It's designed to be shuffled. It's about 800 tracks, and they change over time. As I get tired of songs or I want songs on there, it's a mix of old songs, new songs, and just songs I want to be listening to throughout the day. So you can definitely check that out over at projectshadow.com. I'm really curious what you think about this album and what you think about this format for discussing music. I rather enjoy doing it on Anchor because at they allow me to actually include the tracks that I'm talking about in the live stream. So if you're listening to the live station, which again is only up for 24 hours at anchor.fm slash project shadow. If you're listening to the anchor app and you have signed in either with your Spotify or Apple music account, you can listen to the entire track and hear it for yourself and see what you think about the songs that we're talking, that I'm talking about here. I would love to know your specific thoughts. What do these songs mean for you? Did you like the album? Do you not like the album? If so, why? This is 
was an unexpected treat when it came out. When the uh, Less Than single came out, I thought he was just releasing a single. I didn't know that there was an EP in the works. When the actual album came out, I was so excited because I love Nine Inch Nails and I wanted to hear more music from them. When I got to hear it, I mean, you've heard my excitement over the tracks. I've just been gushing over every track on the album. It really did move me and make me happy in a way that very few artists can anymore. I'd love to hear from you. So let me know what you think. Okay. I'll have to tell you, I have a confession. I've never liked Nine Inch Nails. Well, maybe there's one or two songs that I like, but this one, this one is a different. I really enjoy some of this lyrics that you're reading, especially at this time. I have a friend out in California who's just received the worst news about her cancer. And you know what? It's just hitting me really hard. And some of those lyrics are just a little, a little too scarily accurate. So, you know, you said you'd do whatever I needed. Why don't you do that Charlie thing that you do? Pick a nice song for her. Do some of your prayers and stuff and maybe get the word out for others to do so. You know, I'm an atheist and I don't believe in all that stuff, but I could be wrong. I know it's weird, the Flapton being wrong, but it's been known to happen. All right. Love you lots. At moments like this, the song that comes to mind, and I was actually debating because there are a couple remixes of it, which one is the one to bring up to you, but the song is uh, Diamond Hard by Curly, and the song is powerful in its lyrics, it's powerful in its music, it's, Curly is one of my favorite musicians, she's from Estonia, and she went through a rough time with her label, and she wrote one, one of those types of songs that you know I love, one of those great songs of defiance. You're rolling me through gravel, I'll leave without a scratch. You throw in rocks in my face, but I just won't react. The less I see the sun, the brighter I'll become. Outnumbered and outgunned, that's where I'm shining at. My skin is soft like velvet, but my nails are razor sharp. My scent is sweet like honey, but I am diamond hard. My ways, they cut through plastic, rust free my golden heart. This beep is so bombastic. Yeah, I am diamond hard. And yeah, you know, I usually don't beat myself, but the podcast has a clean tag, and so I can't say the word there, but I'll say it rhymes with spit. We are unbreakable, 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 unbreakable heart. I am diamond hard. And that is the song. And I really do mean this. My brother has been going through a lot lately. He was diagnosed with bladder cancer and so they went in and they dealt with that and then he was found to have more cancers and then they put him in treatment for that plus another disease that he has and that gave him medically induced leukemia and the news kept getting worse and worse and worse but you have to fight You have to be strong. You have to just take life by the teeth and bite its jugular out. Drink that sweet nectar that comes from it and run forward. And that's the real secret to life. 
I am happy to say that, at least right now, my brother's cancer is in remission, his leukemia is in remission, and those were things that they told us were not going to happen. Whether they stay that way or not, who knows. But he fought, and hopefully your friend is a fighter. No matter how bad the news is, you never know what could be around the corner. You never know what treatment might work or what miracle could happen. And I don't just mean that in the spooky sense. Diseases go into spontaneous remission. Things happen. But you fight. You fight. You keep yourself strong. You keep your friends strong. It hurts. I know it hurts. You know, we've all had issues in our life that we've had to fight and struggle through. But that is what life is. Life is the struggle. Life is the fight. Remember, oh my sweet captain, my sweet flaptain, queen of my life, fight through it. Tell your friend to fight through. And even at the end of the day, if you don't win the fight, you might have won the fight. What do I mean by that? Winning is not always conquering. Winning is how you live your life. The strength, the grace, the glory that you leave behind you, the legacy that you leave in this world, the touch that you've left on this world. Those are the things that give you power. Those are the things that will make you be remembered. Those are the things that you leave behind. So be diamond hard, my Flapton. Be strong for yourself and for your friend, and hopefully your friend will be strong. The world is a scary place. As Melisandre loves to say, the night is dark and full of terrors. But you know what? We are those terrors. To quote a uh, show, I don't know if you watch uh, Killjoys or not, but a wonderful line in that show recently where she's telling a story about monsters. She looks up at the end and says, no, you misunderstand the story. I am the monster. Be the monster. Fight. So me, I'm a tough old broad. Yeah, I'm really kind of tough. What makes me sad or makes me mad is the people that are left behind. Because like Jean is the one that is going through all this bullshit. But her husband is the one that's left behind and has to, to deal with the grief. So for him, he's the one that has to be strong. Because when she's gone, I mean, that's it. She's gone. She's no more pain. She doesn't have to deal with the, the crap of the doctors and all that stuff. But for him, he has to deal with the memories. And those two are just so in love. I hate it. But me? Yeah, I'm a tough old broad. Yeah, I'll go out kicking and screaming. Bye. I want to preface my remarks by saying I fully know and understand that there is nothing that can be said or done that really makes a sense of loss better. Um, only time does that. And better is probably not the right word to use there. Because I know it's cliche to say things like time heals all wounds. And I don't believe that time heals all wounds. Because it doesn't. I look at my mother and some of the things that she went through in her first marriage and how she's still scarred by that today. But living a life 
that is defined by having open hands is what heals all wounds. It's learning not... Oh, this is hard to say. It is learning... Well, I don't want to say learning not to hold on. It's learning not to strangle all that was good out of something by holding on too tight. Things come, things go, people come, people go. Life moves ever forward. And in everything that we do, everything that we love, everyone that we love, learning to have that light touch so that we don't scar ourselves when they leave. That is something that I have worked on over time because I think the worst wounds that come from loss are the ones that we inflict on ourselves when we allow ourselves to hold on to a memory so tight it chokes the life out of us that we could have had otherwise. And so learning to breathe in, breathe out, and not letting go necessarily, but letting be. It's what's helped me over the years. I don't know if that would help anybody else, but that is one of the great master classes that we are all trying to learn. <laughs> so